0: It's a full energy, fun red padded, cause they're my enemies, subscribing like, rating reviews, your hopes, I'm the lady, I'm against okay you, we too. got them with a trophy, we're the overdue, and we do the double, making deja vu, it's a move, London on your thing, girl, man, it's only on the wing, Harry's, one of her own family, he's only got money, but let's listen to the king, and we got this. The with the show, side with the show, side
1: with the show, side's what we see with the show, side, with the show, side, there it's a doof the Absolutely no damn yo's this week. So those who like the yo's, sorry no, no, no. Episode 95. Lero, you sound as depressed as me. Talk to me. What's happening? Yo, bro. You good? Yeah, I'm alive. Okay. Um, yeah, that's it right now. You?
0: Yeah, I'm alive. I mean, all all's well outside of the world of football. I mean, I'm tired of doing it, to be honest with you. I'm actually tired of doing this. Like, um, And it's not that I didn't know, it's not that, you know, we haven't spoken before many a times on air, off air, and I knew what to expect. Um, And Spurs delivered, and it's just, you know, it's so crushing that they can always deliver the bad times that you could bet on, you know. And it's just, we don't have the mentality to give us and, you know, the club the good times. We just
1: don't. So, for those who have been living under a rock, we just lost 3-2 away to Manchester United at Old Trafford. So that's obviously away. And we were twice behind, then three times behind. Cristiano Ronaldo scored a hat-trick and is now the world's greatest ever scorer, according to FIFA. I have my doubts on that, but respect to him. Um, it was an opportunity for us to close the gap on Man United, who had games in hand on us. And um, in the fight for fourth, Arsenal have a tricky run-in to come. How much of a missed opportunity was this, Nero?
0: Massive. It was massive, you know. Uh, I think our whole season hinged on this. Um, yeah, it was, it's, it was that big. Uh, for me, our season ended today.
1: So, let's look at that statement. We have... 45 points we have played 2 games less than United they have 50 points and they sit in 4th and it's not so much them that we're worried about it's Arsenal who are on 25 play 25 games so we've played 2 games more than Arsenal and they sit 3 points ahead of us so yeah it's very damning I mean West Ham are ahead of us they played the a game more but right now I think I think what you say makes sense I think Carpe Diem We needed to seize the moment, seize the opportunity. We win today away. We kind of put United out of the picture. We actually put ourselves in fifth place um, and just goal difference behind Arsenal with them to come and their tricky run. But we don't do that. And we had a lot of opportunities to do that. We actually, I think this was one of the worst Man United sides I've seen. In a long, long time. I know the side that we beat 6-1 was bad. But I think we caught them cold. And we, even though they scored first. And we sucker punched them. Obviously, Marshall got sent off. But today, we didn't play on the counter. We absolutely dominated possession and territory at times. And looked like the only team that was out there playing football and trying to win. I actually saw patterns of play from us today as well. And I've been seeing them creeping into our game under Conte. But today... We just just didn't defend and just didn't have enough composure in attacking moments and defensive moments. We we were just very poor, very, very poor. Um, I think tactically, I think Conte can't be questioned in a sense where the formation was right, the tactics seemed right. But was it just a lack of mentality, do you reckon, bro? To seizing the moment at the right time and not seizing the moment? Cristiano sees the moment.
0: Well, if Harry Kane's got anyone to look up to, it's that guy, do you know? Um, you know, it wasn't a classic Cristiano Ronaldo uh, runs the show. It was Cristiano Ronaldo stole the show, you know? And to steal the show you don't have to work that hard to steal the show. You just have to be quality uh, in quality um, situations, and that he was, you know. The three opportunities, he probably had four, but he was quality in three of the four opportunities, you know, so, um, and that was the actual difference. Um, I think intensity, we lacked intensity. Um, Not just intensity, uh, we couldn't string six passes together. That was a worry, you know. Um, I said to my son, can we put the ball in the danger area? You know, if we put the ball in the danger area, at least we stand the chance of, you know, scoring. And we, when we did that with Reguilon, uh, for the second goal, it was an own goal because it was a quality ball. But we lacked quality balls throughout the game. We lack composure. I mean, we couldn't cross. We couldn't pass. You know, we, We was falling over, you know. Everybody, even down to Hugo Lloris, you know. The second goal, Cristiano's second goal, you know. As a goalkeeper, you you throw yourself at that. You know, Peter Spiegel would have. You know, as you said, Um, other goalkeepers would have lost the tooth for that. You know, Um, and you know. (sighs) He just stayed on his line, and he even got a touch to it. That shows you if he'd have rushed the ball, took out took out the man, and won the ball, you know, he would have stopped that second goal going in. And you know, those little, little key things actually make a massive difference. Yes, yeah, so it's just those moments,
1: right? So if we look at the moments, you have the first Cristiano goal. Yeah, great strike in terms of power, direction, but it wasn't Bins. It definitely wasn't bins. Nope. Um, Lloris doesn't seem to move his feet. His left hand wasn't too far away from it. But he doesn't move his feet. Um, even before that, Dyer is very good at keeping everything in front of him. But when things need to be kept in front but pounced on, and we've seen this over the years at Spurs, not just Dyer, we're very slow at closing down the ball. And this is why... This is why Romero is good playing in our team, because he's a front-foot defender, not a back-foot defender. And I think, had he been playing in the centre, maybe Cristiano gets closed down, because Dyer sees him go to strike, sees him go to strike, and still backs off. There is no engagement. He's not even making himself big. Goes beyond him. Maybe Lloris is slightly unsighted, but still doesn't move his feet. It is going at some pace. But when you see it from behind the goal, it doesn't fly past Lloris before he has the chance to move. Nah, and it doesn't go top in.
0: Nah, so, his,
1: his hand was right right next to it, you know? Yeah, so I feel like a couple of misjudgments there that lead to that and some will say we're being harsh but I feel we're being realistic. These are the moments that matter and the moments that count and you need to be, you need to have that adrenaline running through you to actually perform at your best and carpe diem seize that moment. Yeah. Um, and, and we've accused Dyer of not having those defensive instincts. I think I'm, um Dr. Tottenham because the moment I say we've got games in hand and we're technically third, we fall apart. The moment I said Dyer has shown improvement, he falls apart. The moment I praised Bentacor on the ball, and Bentecore's still good on the ball, but he was off today. Many players were off today. Regulon was shocking today. Yeah. Um Dyer Davies struggled today. I wouldn't say he was shocking, he struggled in his professional way. Um, I thought Romero was okay. I I can't think Morel did much wrong today and I don't think Decky did much wrong today but I think everybody else struggled. Son has been off for a few weeks um, and was poor today like you said. He fell over three times without being touched. Kane fell over as well. Nobody else seems to fall over. They're all wearing the same boots. Um, They're all wearing those night boots so um, I'm not sure what that's all about um, but we'll probably touch on that a bit later. But Again, I think Conte's very rigid. Very rigid in what he likes to do. It was not until 75 minutes, I think, he brought on Lucas. It was calling out for a change for a while. I know he equalised with that cross you mentioned from Reguion, Um But I still think the game was there for the taking. Like We could have imposed our will and should have imposed our will a lot more on United and maybe go to one down, make those changes and Get in at behind, cause them problems. Their defense is poor. Harry Maguire is stealing a living. Like, I'm not having this. He's stealing a living. Sheffield United are great business people. To get 75 million for Harry Maguire is outstanding business. Yeah. And we couldn't punish
0: him. Yeah. I don't know what's going on there. Listen, he was shocking. You know, let's just be real, because I, I feel like just I need to be real. Like when we look at we you know, make no mistake about this, Man United were poor, poor all over the field, you know. Apart from CR seven and of Fred. And and and, um Sancho he done a bit. But I think even Sancho yeah, he set up the goal, but I don't think Sancho was brilliant. No, no, no. But you know, he done a bit in the area, you know, he'd done a bit in the area that he needed. I mean, on the other end, defending, you know, even in the build up play, there was no Man United you know there te- there was no tempo you know we passed the ball across backwards uh tried to penetrate the area lost the ball you know you know let me start at the back obviously we we spoke about um uh, we spoke about um the keeper so I'm not going to go over the keeper again i'm going to kind of just you know jump on what you said about Diar. now Dyer is fine and it's hard to judge Dyer because he does all of the uh the key things well. You know, he's there and thereabouts, he's commanding, he's um he's focused, and you know, he could clear a ball, he could tackle, you know, that's fine. But when you put Dyer in a situation like, as you said, if you played Romero in the center, the the things that you would do out of instinct he doesn't have, you know? He definitely doesn't have those things. And these are the games where he gets found out. Yet again, another header. Where did he meet the ball? Coming down. down. Did I not say that in the the last one? Yeah, I was waiting for that. Cool. So, you know, it's not like we're not watching these guys and we're not understanding and studying what they're doing. You know, yes, he backed off. Romero wouldn't have cared about what was behind him. He would have closed that ball down. You know, that stops that goal. He's too worried about what's behind him. So he's a system player. He's not a natural centre-back. He plays a system. And as soon as he starts stepping out of that system, he's lost. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Like You should be able to, as an individual footballer, step out of your role... Do what needs to be done and then step back into your role and not worry about what's happening behind you. I know he's a centre-back, but he should have known where he was, known who who'd picked up the runners, and then stepped on that ball. It's like no one wanted to mark Cristiano. No one yeah. for the whole match. He
1: didn't step out. He didn't step out. Cristiano was playing a false nine. Cristiano was just saying, I'm not going to play up against you. Yeah. I'm not interested in even running behind. Yeah. I will play in the hole. And no one came out to meet him. As the spare man at the back, as the leader of the back three, back five even, you've got to go and engage him in that space. You've played in midfield, you've played DM. Go and engage him. If that's what he's doing, don't say he's all right, he's in front of me. Because Bentacor. you haven't told Ben Ticor and Hoiberg to pick him up. No. They've got midfielders to pick up. Yeah. They're not playing anyone up there.
0: No. What are you doing? And- like... Is he going to beat you for pace? Is he going to... No, take Cristiano doesn't skip past anyone anymore. It's not e- as Messi. messy. Exactly. legs have gone. And even if he does beat you after you pressing the ball, if we look at that picture, you had many a man behind you. And this is the thing that frustrates me the most. It's very hard to pick at Dyer and say what he's not good at. We could just say it, but it, it takes a game like this for you to be able to, you know, say, well, this is what I'm talking about. Instinct-wise, you know, uh, structure-wise, formation-wise, he can play a role, but he doesn't have anything, anything outside of that role that, you know, you can't be taught, he won't learn. And that's, that's it. Even if there's stuff that you can learn, he won't learn, like, because it's just not in his nature. Full stop.
1: Yeah, he's, he's yeah. I mean, he's of the age now whereby he should have been picking up some of these things. Maybe he has picked up some things to play in centre back, but realistically, this instinct—I guess you can't learn instinct—and yeah, you're backing off when someone's going to shoot, and you're not even in front of it. I don't understand that. I don't I really don't understand that. Um, he wasn't the only one. Doherty again was poor. Christ. Doherty or Perlo, he's gone back to Doherty. He couldn't operate in the spaces he likes to operate in as a unconventional wing back. Um, but you know what it was? It was just decision making for me today. Yeah. We we had Kane's opportunity in the first couple of minutes. He tries to slip Doherty in, and there was absolutely no need. You can see the whites of De Gea's eyes. De Gea was crapping himself. You can see the whites of De Gea's post. Um both posts. You're on the edge of the box. Just let it go.
0: Hit that man. Hit
1: it. And he doesn't do that. And, I, and I, I don't know. that early. An early goal there sets the cats amongst the pigeons. And we had so much territory in possession there. We're the dominant side. Had he done that, well, who knows. Um, other decisions around the pitch. Um, some of the passing. Some of the angles. Uh, just closing down. That like we've touched on. Marking. Cristiano's header. Like, Seriously. He's got good ups, but who's marking him? We're playing zone on him? Like, really? We're playing zone when they've got Maguire, uh, they've got Cristiano? uh, It makes no sense. They weren't even a whole Man United today, No, and they uh, still got the victory.
0: Yeah, and sorry to cut you, but at that point, didn't they bring on uh, Cavani?
1: Yeah, Cavani, yeah, because as soon as he scored that, they took um, him off. Yeah, they had
0: Cavani on as well, yeah. Come on, man. Exactly. What's going on with the marking? Listen, all throughout that whole match, uh, my son was like, Hojbjerg uh, told Ben, uh, who did he tell? Who was it? He, he told somebody to pick him up anyway, Hojbjerg, and he didn't pick him up. He arrived in the box and uh, probably just just past the edge in the, in the area and he missed it, right? Mm. But that could have been a goal. It's Cristiano Ronaldo. You, you, you pick him up. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Like Communication was diabolical, absolutely diabolical throughout the whole... T- oh, do you know what? It's a mess. It's honestly yeah, a I mess. mean I mean,
1: you raise, a, you raise a very good point. You raise a very good point. Who is the most recognisable player in the world? Right it's now. If it's not Cristiano, yeah. it's Messi. And if it's not Messi, it's Cristiano. Yeah. Right? So, Cristiano is playing... You make sure you know where he is at every single moment in time. And if you are not dedicated to mark him, you make sure somebody else is marking him. That goes from that's from Luriz, yeah. that's from Dyer, Ben Davies is experienced enough, Romero's experienced enough. Like you say, Hoybier, Bentacol, they're all experienced players. Between them, somebody, even the fullbacks, somebody needs to know who is marking Cristiano. Hell, Kane. You like to get back for
0: corners and stand
1: at the You their mark balls. him. Exactly. You take it on.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Hundred percent, hundred percent. You know, it, it, we've got the talk of he likes the five days to train. You know, uh, we're not in any other competitions. We just don't have any desire. Like the level of player that we've got, and with their mentality, it's just not good enough. If, we, if you know, what we got to do, keep making it up as we go along. So next week. You know, we beat Arsenal and Hope's back in. Like, Hope's not in, because the following week, and we might lose two on the trot, we're not in the race. We've got to be thinking about top six. Like, at a push, we've got to be thinking about top six. And, you know, aim for that, because we haven't got... Well,
1: let's talk about
0: that. Let's, let's
1: talk about that, bro. Um, Running-wise, even though I don't believe we're in the running, we have got... Do we have a more favourable fixture... List than the rest? No. No, we haven't. You're saying it
0: doesn't matter. <laughs> no, because we've got no balls. Like, it doesn't matter who you're playing. We've got no balls. Okay, we beat the Everton's, we may beat the, the Leeds. But the minute any of those kind of teams put themselves together, and unless any opponent that we're playing puts themselves together and actually wants it more than us, we've lost the game. So uh, the, the running doesn't matter. It actually does not matter. And we, do you know what? Mark my words, we'll see.
1: Yeah, I'm, I mean, I was um, fully ready to do a rant pod, um, and not our style. But I think I think it's over. I do think our season's over. Quabnor wanted some optimism, I believe, by asking the question. Um, I'm looking at Arsenal's fixture list, um, and yeah, they got Villa, they got Leicester, Villa, Liverpool. And they're actually the most formed team in the league. In the last 10 games, they've actually accumulated the most points and the most wins. So to think they'll slip up at home to Leicester, I don't think this is the same arsenal. I think they'll win the shootout against Leicester if it turns into that, if Leicester yeah. score. I think they win that. Maybe they don't beat Liverpool, but I think they beat Villa away. then yeah. Palace away, Bryan at home, Southampton away. Okay, they've got Man United. But they can afford to lose one. Then they got West Ham. Maybe they can afford to lose two, depending on what Man United do.
0: Listen, they'll draw, they'll draw us. Like out. you say, they'll draw us out. They'll they'll get draws and yeah, we I get losses. So you know, what's that going to do? You know what I mean? If they're if they're not losing and they're picking up draws and getting a point here, a the point there, what does that do to us? Because we might get free and then get done. Do you know what I mean? It's it's look, it's over for us. Uh, I get where Quamna's coming from, and I get it. Like I, tr- I truly get it. But Quamna, I'm sick of it. Like there's so many other Spurs fans sitting at home right now, like me, that are realistic. We've been in this thing for years. I've given this club a lot of money. I've seen it before, and you know, it's like I keep. We're always waiting for the second coming of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. He's not coming. It does
1: seem like that. He's not it coming. Does seem bro. like that. With this side, I mean, we've gone win-loss, 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 win-loss. We've gone win-win, probably be lost-loss. Loss. Like, what is it? Why is it we can't maintain some kind of form, some kind of consistency? We've had this, like you touched on, this five days. When you analyze it, when you look at the data, the data tells you that, yeah, we have been better um, when... We've had rest, but that didn't matter today. I think we saw some patterns of play. I think we did try and exploit some space, um, spaces left in, but ultimately, ultimately it boils down to mentality. And this is what you're saying, because over the years bar a blip and we're, it's looking more like a blip than anything we can hang our hats on by that blip under that manager who I will not mention, um, We have shown no form of mentality really over the years, over the last 20 or 30 years. And even in that period of time, that blip, we still lost our minds and didn't win when we were in positions to win. So we were only marginally better in terms of mentality. We were better in terms of actual ability, but not much better in terms of mentality. And that runs through our side throughout. These are the games you need to get worse.
0: Get a point. 110%. 110%. Listen, what winners have we got in our squad? We've probably got about two, three real winners. The minute the fair. I like, no, bro, I don't even know. Well, okay, let's say winners. Let's say, yeah, well, I'll say winners. And I'll say winners with a winning mentality uh, that know how to deal with pressure. Mm you know, I'm not saying they're always going to perform at the greatest, but I think pressure doesn't scare them, yeah, but I think, you know, maybe that's Luis. you know, I know Kane definitely thrives under pressure, and Son, you know, when Son's good, Son's good, it doesn't matter what scenario or situation is, as long as Son's on fire, like, he will deal with anything, but I feel that There's a lot of fear in our side. Not as much as it... It doesn't show as much as it used to, like, in us capitulating. Nervous football. Yeah, there was not the nervous
1: football and the nervous, yeah, capitulation of the centre-backs and defence and everything like that. I agree with that.
0: But we still don't have the know-how, the belief. You know, like, when you need to couple all these things together, know-how, belief, desire, like, you know, which means that, you know what, concentration, which means, you know what? I'm on the wing, it's, it's flung out to me. My job is to get a good ball into that box for us to have an attack. If this attack ends in a shot, then you know what, I've done my job. And that will give us that chance. No. What we do is we try and do some foolishness, like absolute foolishness in the box with Regulon, tried to take the ball on his right foot, literally skipped over the ball like he's Colin Jackson doing a hurdle. Like at the end of the day, yeah instead of just shaped up for his left foot and just squared that back across the box for uh Kane. Come on, man, it's foolishness. Like, and if we're not if I'm not allowed to call it out, if Kwamner and you know other Spurs fans want me to have this undying, you know, belief or hope. Like, you know what? Sometimes Hope gets killed, man. Like at the end of the day. Hope can be killed, like at the end of the yeah. day. And I've done this, like, that the hope that you lot of wanted me to have, I've had for five, six years.
1: Yeah, I don't know if Kwabner necessarily is calling on you to have more hope. I think he's realistic as well. I was just saying that question, I think he put in there to have some, to see if there was any, any opportunity for us to be positive. Um, but the problem is, in reality, if you look at it on a piece of paper... Looking at Man United's running, they have to face Arsenal, they have to face Liverpool, they still have to face Chelsea, for example. Yeah. They have to face Leicester, yeah. they have to face Everton, who are obviously poor form. It, it, it could favour a team, um, their opponents. However, the reason we're both negative Nellies about the situation is, this is not a, a one-off, this is not something new. This isn't our first defeat in 15 or 10 and we can say, you know what, let it go, let's move on to next week or to the next game Wednesday and maybe we just write this one off. We can't write off win, lose, win, lose, win, win, lose, lose, win, win, lose, win. There's too many losses, there's too many moments where we're not showing a better understanding of the task at hand, the danger the quality needed, the concentration needed, the know-how needed. There's too many occasions. We have free winning players, as you call it, and yep. a winning coach. Yep. And everybody else, and even those players sometimes, maybe they're being dragged down um, by the others, or maybe they're showing signs of fatigue. Who And I think Son is one of those players because Son has been off form. He scored against Everton, but... As I was behind that goal and I said, poor goalkeeping, straight away. Yeah, it was. And my daughter said, what do you mean? I said, it doesn't, instinct, when you've seen enough football, when you've played enough football, no matter how quick it happens, you know when something's not right and that finish wasn't right. So it was no, down the centre, Pickford yeah. should have been all over that. Yeah. That's what I said. Yeah. And then obviously hindsight, TV, better angles. You see the replay and you see it goes through him. It doesn't even go into the corners. And I'm like, he was lucky. He missed opportunities before that and he missed um, opportunities after that. Now, I'm not digging Son out.
0: All I'm saying is Son
1: needs a rest. Yeah? Yeah. We burn our players out. We burn them out. Kane and Son need rest. There was an opportunity to rest Kane against Everton. I know he was chasing his hat-trick. But 15 more minutes, 20 more minutes in his legs when he's played every probably single minute of the Premier League season, um, if he had that back in his bank, who knows
0: how much more he would be able to run today, for example. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me, bro. I've got to be realistic Ricky. That's who I am. Realistic <laughs> Ricky, mate. Right? Because, you know, you look at you know everything you've just said, you look at where we fall down, why could we never, you know, take the mantle, like, it's just wrong decisions, you know, management upwards, you know, or downwards, I should say, you know, it's just a, everything for me, you know, look, let's be honest, we're doing really well, considering that we didn't get the right kind of cover, we brought in two players that were pretty cool, we let a lot of players go, cool, they were dragging down the club. We're like as we said in the last pod. We're an uh, injury away from having no left back and having to reshuffle. So to be fair to us, we you know we're doing really, really well in that respect. But I don't want people to start. We beat up a team four 0 and then start talking about oh, we're you know we're this side or we're a good side or no 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 no. Let's be realistic. We're a decent side. If the football comes together, you know what? We'll give most teams a game, but i think the, the easiest thing for us and our best tactic is the rope adult and hopefully we miss you know that big right looming right hand that knocks us out and then we get a chance to kind of punish you because if that right comes it's not that we're uh we're capable of blocking it if it comes and it's the right time we're out and yeah. just like today man united were not good you look back at the game their football worked great you know their patterns of, they had nothing like there was a team that was just out on the park, they they got the ball into a danger area, and the man finished. That was it. Like there wasn't anything you thought. Oh my god, this is fantastic football. The neutral must have switched off about forty-five minutes in. There was nothing. Well, I think to the see. first
1: half was entertaining enough. I think second half, when once they got two-one, they kind of just went into a defensive mindset and kind of invited us to come onto them. And that has always been our biggest weakness. Um, breaking the side down, four and five at the back. And we we got the equaliser through an own goal, which would have been an offside if it was went through to Romero. And I think that was slightly fortunate, but I think we probably deserved it given the opportunities we had created and possession that we had. But like you say, I mean, they weren't great. They were not great. I think Fred's underrated. I know a lot of United fans don't like Fred, but I think he can do a job and he has some trickery. Um, Pog was off. Pog didn't do anything today. Um, and they were just there for the taking. There for the taking. Like, their defence is poor, but our defences are much better. I don't know why we concede so many goals. And I think it just boils down to the fact that we don't really have good centre backs playing there. Like, if we're honest, we've created a system. And, and before Conte hate, um, lovers think I'm getting on Conte, I'm not. But Conte probably is created the best system he can with the players he has. And you touched on players leaving, bro, and players coming in. And yeah, he's probably overplaying Son and Kane because of the lack of resources. I mean, he probably doesn't want to kill Dane Scarlett either. Out there. So, it's not great top down. But, defensively, we know Ben Davies has done well for Ben Davies. But, he's not really a top player. And, not a top defender. Right? Yeah. We know that. It's, it's just fact. Like, he's never going to win his one-on-one battle. No. I'm sorry. He isn't. And, we've already mentioned Dy's limitations. And, even Romero's has... Um, some negative points, but he has more positives than negatives. Right? I think we have to work with his negatives right now, but I think he is m- our
0: most complete defender.
1: Like, say You say, Regu- neg- you say Go- negatives,
0: sorry to cut you, if you say negatives, but okay, so i put you in a system and I'll put you in a team. You know that the guy that's supporting you hasn't got a good touch or isn't, you know, uh, very spatially aware or... Uh, he's just, you know, he, he can't read the game. What does that do to your game?
1: Yeah, it, it puts your game on edge. You overcompensate. Yeah, you probably do things you wouldn't normally do because you're worried about winning it and not not going to him. So you try and take control, but you probably overcompensate.
0: Right. So, Romero, um, Conte, a few players, for me, they've got a pass for me for the for this season, they've always had a pass, I'm not going to judge Conte, until he has a good summer, gets his players in, and we've got a decent squad, after that, that's when I judge him, and how he manages Tottenham, because like, we had Nuno there, Nuno couldn't do this, we had, uh, uh, Mourinho there, Mourinho, was there thereabouts you know he was flaky i don't think he had the, the, the squad wasn't as solid and unified as this there wasn't as fit so really and truly he's coming and done the basics well so that tells me that he's got an idea you know like he's definitely got an idea i cannot judge the man on this season he's picked up uh, a man's ex and he's got to deal with uh the, the father baggage. issues yeah 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 you know the father issues that she's got so when he gets past those maybe he might be able to see the real woman and the wife that, to be You know, or that could be so for me I can't judge Conte and I won't judge him until next season he will make mistakes he has made mistakes but I'm not going to judge him until he has a full season with his summer signings backed by the club and then I can say you know what I could deal with Romero, I could deal with Antonio Conte, I could deal with Ben Ticor, do you know what I mean? I could deal with uh, Kulicheski, you know, like these players, I could deal with Kane, I could deal with Son, but until next season, I'm not interested, I'm not putting no blame on that, I just want, you know, I just want to see the back of the season, and, you know, you could call it negative Nelly, I've just had enough, simply had enough of it.
1: Yeah, the manner of the defeats, there is no momentum. And that's the other thing in football. You need momentum, right? Momentum can carry you through. And we don't generate momentum. And today would have been good. Three wins on the bounce in the league. Momentum beating the rival for top four going into the Brighton game. And what that means, and what that does for you is the Brighton game, you can almost stumble over the line if you're not playing well because you've got that momentum. They're fearful of you. You're in good form. They're looking at us now thinking they're there for the taking.
0: They're going go so, to they go for our neck. They're going to go for
1: our neck. So this is the, the other thing that people need to understand having played professional sports and understanding the kind of mental side of it. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more than just the W's and the L's yeah. um, to it. And that, and that goes for our players as well, feeling sorry for themselves, thinking it's all over and, and thinking maybe we're not that good or, or whatever their thoughts are right now. Because you've already written off the season, bro. And... Like, I've written it off because we need now... Yes, with our games in hand, we could go above Man United, but it's a task now for us to go ahead of Arsenal, even if they lose tomorrow, which I don't see them doing. But what do we do now? Obviously, we have to try and win every game. But as a fan, as supporters, what is it we want? Are we better off out of Europe, or is, say, the Europa League... Something to aim for. I know we don't want the Europa Conference League. So that's not even a question.
0: What we do, me, you and Kwabna, line up our kids, stick our cheeks out, left and right facial cheeks, and let our kids slap us on the left-hand side and come back down the line and slap us on the right-hand side. Because what kind of stupidness, like, I'm sitting there with my kids and they're watching that, and they're like, what kind of stupidness have you made me support? They had no choice, you know. That's that's the first thing we do.
1: But bro, bro, bro. I mean, I I would be in full agreement. But your son is a <laughs> champ, boxing champion. I don't know if I can give him a couple free swings at
0: me like that. Well, we're gonna have to take it because the amount of hate <laughs> that we're giving them at the moment, we're gonna have to take it. I I mean, obviously, in all sports, you want to try and aim as high as you can. You know, obviously, the you the uh, the Champions League is the top prize, Europa, you know, listen, you can win Europa, and Europa's a good good cup to win, you know, it's whether Antonio Conte can, does he get the squad that he wants, you know, can he manage that balance of doing the Europa, which is not the top competition, maybe doesn't have uh, the desire to win it like you know the Champions League I'm not well he's a top manager so he must want to win it but can our schedule with the squad allow us to actually be kind of competitive in that competition next season and that's really where my kind of uh, thinking stops if we can you know build a squad that's competitive then of course we want top six what we're going to say, oh, well, you know what, we want one game a, se- uh, one game a week, uh, barring uh, FA Cups and um, League Cup, you know, and we'll go for the league next year. Like, you, there's no way, as a, a manager or a club or a player, you should think like that. So for me, we've got to want as high as we can. And if that means uh, Europa League, then it means Europa League. But
1: what if it means um, Conference League?
0: That's where my whole philosophy changes. <laughs> it just changes.
1: <laughs> then you just lose games, yeah, just yeah. lose them, throw them, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like changes. you're in the NBA.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: 100%. So, I mean, yeah, had we won today, or. Oh. I mean, the record that Conte has, it, it's still clear. The numbers do point to the fact that his teams fare better when he's had a whole week to prepare them. Also, you touch on the summer. For transfers in his team, and we need to do that early if we um, are going to stand any chance. Because what is also clear is that when he can actually get his team for four weeks in the preseason and prepare them, they reap the rewards. Yeah. Typically, now we can see we're playing a new system. We we've never really consistently played the three at the back. We've seen evolution in some players in the the way that they can then adapt to this system, the flexibility it can give. But that flexibility has also been our downfall because we've not necessarily got the most rigid shape at times. But generally we do okay. But what I think Conte would love, because Conte's never really done well in the Champions League, yeah. What I think he would actually love is just league games and the FA Cup. I honestly think he would do it. I think the Europa League, for him, he would see it as a, a burden yeah. and a chore. Yeah. Yes, he would try to win it, but I think he knows he will be probably judged on the league more so. Unless he won it, unless he absolutely won it, then that's a trophy. He's delivered something. But I think he's old school and I think he just wants to see the league um, the Conference League, I can guarantee you, he will not play any of the players in that competition whatsoever. I don't blame him. Yeah, he's just not going to do it. And and we can't even write the season off, really. We don't even have enough kids, I don't think, to put out there to play in this competition. Maybe Alfie Devine can get a run. Maybe Dean Scarlett can get a run. But away from that, uh, now John's on loan. I guess Harvey White's there, but he's clearly not favoured that, or rated that highly because Skip's ahead of him. Yeah, and he's older than Skip, I think. And Alfie Devine seems to be ahead of him.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, well, how many players do you think um, we're gonna have? Like, what's our squad gonna look like um, next season?
1: Yeah, yeah. Or? I was gonna ask you the same question. I I can't see us getting <laughs> replacing all the players that we need to replace. If that makes sense. I can't see as well, I can't see the likes of Bergwijn wanting to be here next season. I think he, after scoring those two goals against Leicester, he needed to be given more of an opportunity. And I think he needed to be given some backing and some like, do you know what? You've got credit in the bank. And like, play him. Let him play. Let him prove. After that, he's gone in the summer.
0: Yeah. Right? Guaranteed. He's been disrespected, though. He's been disrespected, to be honest with
1: you. So that's a player down It's not somebody who can say Okay yeah You've, you've mentioned the players You want to build around Right Your Lurizes Your Romeros Your um, Bentecors Klozeski Kane Son Right So Fine Core cool. But then you're relying on your Lucas your Bergwines in, in addition to Other players coming in Right And We don't want Winks in You saw what Winks did when he came on He lost the ball He tried to do a pirouette And he lost the ball I think that's the only noticeable thing I saw him do um and you don't want to be relying on davies bless him royale doherty really don't want to be relying on him um there's a lot of players that we need to replace i don't think we'll get more than four players in and potentially we're losing Bergwine, dombele locelso brian so if we're losing those four I think we need to at least get six to eight in. And then that's a lot of players to integrate. And that's a lot of transfers. That's a lot of money.
0: I I don't see it. I I see it. If we could get six in, I mean, I I see it as a fresh start. I see it as a... Galini as well, sorry. He's probably going to go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just feel like maybe with that many players in, we could uh, rip up the old blueprint, get rid of this negative mentality and, you know, scared mentality that we have, and start a whole new regime. I think too many players from the old system are left behind, and, you know, it just seems to bleed into the squad again, you know? Like, that whole negative, nervous energy, non-winning mentality seems to bleed into the side. And I don't know what their conversations are like over lunch. You know, I don't know what their kind of... uh, team building stuff in and outside of football like I, I just don't know but there's something about spurs the level the money the, you know where they're at in the premiership that the just... money's not bad bro it's, it's not. No, no, I'm not saying it in a negative or a positive. I'm saying that, obviously, Spurs pay this type of money and the players that come in and get this type of money, it's like they're on a comfortable Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't yeah. know what it is about the whole system, but I do feel that it needs to be ripped up. So if we could, you know, we don't have an identity now. So what's the difference between, you know, in getting six out and six in? It's not like, oh, we're going to lose our identity. No, we no, no, we
1: definitely won't. We, we don't, definitely don't have one. Can't. Yeah, I mean, de- slowly developing information patterns of play, as I said, but really our DNA is all over the place. Our DNA is Kane and Son.
0: Yeah, and you see, we said it, you know, if Kane and, well, especially Son, I've always said if Son don't play, Spurs don't play. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. And you, you could see that he needed to come off from about 60 minutes, you know, 60 second minute. I was like, what's he still doing on the pitch? But we're so reliant on them that we wouldn't take him off. But ball yeah, should have been on.
1: Yeah, and, and I think what people need to understand and why we're saying this, and, and we're not being harsh on Son, but I think just go back and watch the game. You don't always see it. like, And it's, this is why it's good to watch games live. Just watch Son. If they had the player cam and they put it on Son, what you will see, every single time we get the ball, Son is starting his run. Yeah. Right, If he recognises there's any space in behind, he's making his run. If you heard the commentators today, they're like, oh my God, Son's in again. or oh, Son's in behind. He's made that run again. He just doesn't make three runs and get the ball three times. No. That's not how it works. He makes runs every single time. And that starts with a 5-10 yard sprint to be running at full pelt in receipt of the ball and then he's clear. So those times you see Son clear... Of the defense it's because he's sprinting beforehand yeah he's in behind three times so that means 10 12 15 times he started the run and not received the ball this is why he gets burnt out this yeah. is why he's drained. this is why he's falling over it's not his boots they're all wearing the same boots this is why he picks up muscular injuries he works so hard, but a lot of the time, the average fan will not see
0: it because they're drawn to the ball. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's obviously he's going to be mentally tired. You know, he's falling over. That was almost a kind of frustration. I give up. Like, no, you know, he just yeah. I think mm-hmm. everything you know encapsulated into one. Like, you could just see that that moment was just like, oh, bloody hell, yeah. I give up. Do you know what I mean? Kind of thing. So, yeah. well, professional athletes are fine-tuned, right? Mm-hmm.
1: So it's like anything. When your body is not right, it compensates to the point where it can't compensate. Yeah. So him falling over, it's the frustration. It's the it's the lethargy. It's a lot of factors. Yeah. Son doesn't fall over like that. I'm not saying there's a specific muscle injury, but typically muscle injuries are caused because of fatigue. Yeah. Um so yeah we we need to be very careful because son is 29 now um he's not going to recover as quickly as he has done in the past so i know we've gone back onto son um but i do i do fear that we've overrun him and you've always said and you touched on it that when son plays we play and that is because he's the outlet especially when kane's dropping deep and he frightens the hell out of defenders. but, yeah, for the last few weeks, he has not been on it, unfortunately. Um, and it shows. It shows um, because we are not on it, as you touched on. But, bro, listen, we've done 47 minutes, and we're still here, and we haven't really damaged or endangered ourselves, um, speaking about this side. Um, we go again on, I think it's Wednesday, against Brighton.
0: No, and you we... go it, cause always <laughs> <got it> again, because <laughs>
1: I want go to Quick. That's it. You've shut down. Yeah. You've shut down. Quick. Um, so, guys, if we get Leroy back on the pod this season, it means that we have finished top four. Um, so, and got yeah, some yeah def- I mean. Decent
0: referees. We've got some decent referees out there as well. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's out. Well, oh,
1: yeah. I mean, Pogba should have been sent off. Sorry. Uh, it's, a, it's a very small point. But during the game, this is why we make notes. When Pogba pulls back. Kane. I can't remember who he pulls Kane. back. Kane. Who was it? Kane. Was it Kane? was it Kane. Yeah. yeah. He pulls him back. And um, he does absolutely nothing, the ref. Absolutely nothing. No card, no talking to, no nothing. It was as cynical as you like. He doesn't pull his shirt. He pulls his whole body. pulls him back. In Man United's half, when we're clearly breaking away on the counter, and I said at the time, that's yellow. And I said that at the time because I know later on Pogba's going to make a challenge that's going to be a yellow card because he's not on a yellow card some might argue and that then would have equaled a, a red. But what happens is when we went and did it in our own half not even in um, it was in our Yeah, it was sorry court. it was in Man United's defensive half mm-hmm. um, we get a yellow card and I can't remember who it was probably Hoybier. It,
0: it, it might have been Hoibier. Uh, i just you know I'll jump on that to say Regulum got kicked by it, man. Like it was like.
1: Oh, he did get kicked. You know what? I looked
0: at (laughs) it. I looked at it and I thought to myself, you know what? I watched it. Yeah, I watched the trap the player's eyes. He wasn't actually. He didn't mean to do it. But when you look at the shirt, you think to yourself, hold on, mate. Like it it wasn't meant. But that was a foul. So take a yellow card. It's not, you know, uh, malicious or whatever. You didn't mean. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. Dangerous. He didn't get anything, and you just think to yourself, the level of refereeing. Like, I'm not going to be a baby and cry about our referee because we lost. But I just think it was poor, you know. And it's, you know, it's been like that for a while. But anyway, you was wrapping up. Sorry, I just brought that point up.
1: Yeah, no, that's fine. There were two good points. I mean, yeah, it, it, yeah. Don't want people to think we're just all moaning because we lost. But very good point because I saw that from Dalla and I was like, you've not given anything. Like you've not. He's got stud marks in his freaking chest. Who is it,
0: Dalla? Like, oh, he looked like it, man. He, he looked like it, man. Uh,
1: was it? He, he looked like that Kung expert. <laughs> Listen, and we've seen red cards given by VAR for yeah. that. I think it was the game West Ham versus, was it Sojček? When he's actually gone to play the ball, the guy's put his leg there and he's actually kicked the guy's leg yeah, and it's yeah, not like yeah, he's yeah, actually yeah. gone Remember to that. kick him. In yeah. real time, nobody thinks that. Yeah. But when you slow it down and you see B.A.R., blah, 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 you're like, oh, it's violent. Well, yeah, he doesn't know Reggae on there, but you're endangering by putting your foot high at any point. And if you do catch somebody, then at least it should be his yellow card.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, And you ripped his I shirt. Mean, You've actually ripped his shirt.
1: That's 100 quid.
0: 100 <laughs> quid down his kit shop.
1: Come on, Chelsea can't afford to pay 100 quid, you know. So, right
0: now, these things are important because you never know when it's going to be your club. No, and you know, the funniest thing I was going to mention that earlier like, we are moaning, and you know, we do Like, Oh, no, we're not moaning, we're being realistic, and you know, we do want change. And you think to yourself, wow, you know what, would we rather have Chelsea's situation, or we, we stick with leaving? Yes. You know what I mean? I did think about yes. that today, you know? But uh, do you know what? I don't know. I think I've been in this position. So, <laughs> yes. so long, I'll go with Chelsea's situation. Like, I, I think I would. But um,
1: Two Champions League, I think two Europa Leagues. How yeah. many titles? Know, five titles? I don't know how many titles they've got. Maybe not five. Yeah. Um, FA Cups. If unless they're going to take all their trophies away, and that means we would win the league in 16 <laughs> and win a couple of league they're cups, I think it that. is. Unless they're going to take them away, then the answer to that theoretical question that you weren't actually asking, but I'm yeah. answering anyway, yeah. is yes.
0: Yes. Well, I'm with you. I'm with you. And I think on that note...
1: <laughs> and that note, is a wrap. Yeah. Kwaabno, um, you need to send me a crib sheet for what you said at this point. Um, Sorry, New Cities, I haven't got time to shout you... We've gone on, over. But guys, we've had a bit of a rant. I think it's due. I think it's warranted. Um, If you want to join us, rant in more. At Shelf Pod is where it's at. Spotify, iTunes or Apple Podcasts and all the other podcast platforms. We're on those. So tell a friend to tell a friend. You know this is the best place to catch your spurs, news, views and analytics. Um... So, give us a five star review because we only give you five star content. There are you in the building? Yeah. Um, yeah, good night from me. Good night from me, and sorry, guys. No need to apologize. Spurs <laughs> should be apologizing. <laughs> but one thing you can do is tell yourself to do that thing you do
0: self, run the outro. The side the shells, side with the shells, side with the shells, side 14. The show side with the shells, side with the shells, side with the shells, side 14. In.